Investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC, a state of Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon. You're listening to WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can always visit us and find more at WealthWisconsin.com. And we'd like to welcome you to the Retirement Ready Show. Got the whole team here this week. We got uh, young Brad Allen. How you doing, buddy? Good, you? Good. What, what do you call Tom? Old Tom Newman or <laughs> mid-Tom Newman? I guess I'm the old guy in the room, right? I think I'm uh, still younger than both of you, though. Oh, you probably. So maybe it's young Tom and middle-aged Brad. What, what, what do you go uh, with here, guys? I don't guys? know about that one. You don't like that one, huh? I don't know. Uh, yeah. you got a, you got a tribe at home. You're not getting younger, buddy. Yeah. Definitely getting great. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I don't know if that's from the, uh, is that from the volatility in the market or is that from the kids at home? A little, a little bit of both. A little maybe. bit of both. You're going to, no, the one, two combo there, buddy. It's but, the 530 wake ups every day. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but thank you. I want to thank everybody for joining us. We've got a great topic this week and I think it's an area you know, a lot of folks just don't think about it at all. You know, it's a, it's a thing I think most people may not even be aware of as they're working and saving for retirement. But as you retire, it becomes a big animal. Retirement savings accounts give us financial security for our future, but a lot of benefits there, of course. But there's some rules associated with these accounts that you may or may not be aware of. And to, today, I want to walk through required minimum distributions, sometimes referred to as RMDs, how they work. There are some mistakes you can make. And there's some issues we have to hurdle with that, right? We talk often about the fact that, you know, a lot of people may be great savers. Hopefully, they've even gone through the work of coming up with the budget. And that next step that I'm really hoping people do is they've sat down with an advisor, maybe themselves, really project what we would call an income plan, right? Seeing how long that big question, but it's by far, guys, the number one question we get, at least I get in the office and at the classes, and that's, you know, do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? So hopefully folks have projected out how long will my money last? What's the powers of, of you know, inflation? What, what effect does that have on the longevity of my portfolio and taxation, of course? Well, a lot of people, you know, don't realize once they hit 70 and a half, Uncle Sam comes knocking and says, you're forced to start taking a certain percentage out of your, your 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, 457s, really any of those pre-tax retirement plans. And that's all taxable income, right? And sometimes there can be this little bit of a fallacy, right? Grandma, grandpa, dad, mom, and uncle, somebody said, stick every penny away that you can in the, that 401k, you're going to be in such a tiny tax bracket, you know, when you retire that, that, that you won't even, you know, you won't even notice that, that you're taking money out. You'll be in such a low tax bracket. Well, maybe, right? 
<laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe. We just don't know, right? right? For some of us, we've all met retirees in their 70s that are maybe fortunate enough to have a pension. Maybe they've delayed Social Security, so now they have that potentially taxable income. Now they start taking out RMDs. You might be in a higher tax bracket in your 70s than you are when you were working. We've met lots of people that are in that scenario. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Happens more often than not. Really happens more often than not. So not only do we want to really think about, you know, the longevity of our portfolio. That's important, right? We don't want to run out of money. You know, you're out of money, you're out of options, right? But... You know, we want to also think about the tax taxable nature of that because once we hit our seventies, if you've been a great saver, we all have, all three of us have clients in this scenario where that they have seven figures in these pre-tax retirement accounts, and that's really their only saving. There's nothing wrong with that. It's great savers, right? Mm -hmm. But now that's got a big IOU from the IRS. So I want to walk you know folks through today about RMDs, how they work some tax tips maybe, some things to consider to avoid that big tax bomb blowing up on you. And these are some of the topics, uh, Brad and Tom, we're going to talk about. We had some great Social Security classes last month in May. Had some overwhelming response. I, we literally had people standing and sitting on the floor, and I'm ever so grateful for those folks. Uh, appreciate them coming out and, and certainly hope they, they walked away learning a lot. But we're going to do a little bit more in-depth dive this month. We're going to be out at Carroll University in Waukesha on June 19th and June 20th. It's going to be a little bit longer class, a couple hours. Um, we have some limited space in the classrooms there, so we will need people to register ahead of time. But we're going to take a real in-depth dive. We're going to talk about Social Security, really how to get the most out of that. We're going to talk about these required minimum distributions, take a nice deep dive. And probably equally as importantly, I want to go through some tax strategies to really show people with this new tax code are there some ways you can really control your brackets, how much you're paying in taxes for decades to come? The answer is yes, right? Especially early in retirement, there may be some opportunities to take those pre-tax dollars, get them converted, growing income tax-free, coming out tax-free. That may lower your required minimum distributions. That may mean you get to keep more of your Social Security, not include as much of it for taxation. It's really all the pieces of this puzzle coming together. Again, that's June 19th and 20th out at Carroll University. And we'll need you to register ahead of time at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. Or you can call the office during the week at 414-409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready to sail into the sunset. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can always visit us and find more information at wealthwisconsin.com and we got the three amigos, Brad Allen, Tom Newman, and is that what we decided on? I, I don't know. Is it three amigos, or where where are we at on that? I don't one? know. I think it's still in the working. All right, maybe, maybe we should ask folks to email. I mean, we always ask folks to email in questions at radiowealthwisconsin.com, but maybe maybe some they got some good names. Maybe we'll be afraid to hear what they call us. I don't know. Maybe I bet we, the audience can come up with some fascinating. Right. Maybe ones. we don't want to hear what they call us. But all kidding aside, great topic uh, this week. We're talking about required minimum distributions. May or may not know when you hit seventy and a half. That's the magic year. You have to start taking distributions from those accounts that you put in all these years. You got a tax deduction at the time you put money into those pre-tax accounts. Grows tax deferred, but then comes out in ordinary income. So Uncle Sam comes knocking at 70 and a half and says, 
got to take it out because we want to sink our teeth in it. So, Brad, you know, kind of may have jumped you a little bit here, but, you know, give us the basics. What is a required minimum distribution? So an RMD is a tax-deferred retirement account. Uh, you know, it's one of the best saving tools we have for retirement. So you're putting money in tax-deferred. You don't pay taxes on that money when you put it in. But at the age of 70 and a half, the government starts making you take money out of that account. Uh, it's a little bit different every year. So every year it goes up a little bit, but it starts at about 3.65% at 70 and a half. And then it goes up a little bit each year after that. But you're right. I mean, a lot of people that come in or, or come to the classes, they're coming in to try to figure out how much they're going to need to take out. And a lot of people are surprised about what that number actually is. Um, I think pensions are kind of a thing of the past, but a lot of people still do have them. A lot of people are grandfathered into pensions. They might have both social securities turned on at that time. Maybe you have rental income or and then the government's starting to make you take money out of these accounts, and that, that forces you into a tax bracket sometimes that you don't want to be in, but definitely weren't expecting to be in. So uh, there are three main reasons RMDs were put into place. First, the government wants to make sure people are, are spreading out their savings over their lifetime. The rules are also there to prevent people from accumulating a large amount of money and leaving it as an inheritance. The government wants the, the, the taxes to be paid on that, so that's why they start making you take it out. Uh, you do not have to take an RMD out of a Roth. So that's something that we'll talk about in a little bit. This is just a uh, traditional IRA or a 401k, any tax-deferred account. Yeah, really, generally, there's a couple of exceptions we'll talk about, but generally speaking, it's those pre-tax accounts. And once you got a deduction at the time you took it in, Tom, you know, lawmakers are working to help retirees with RMDs. Walk us through that a bit. Yeah, absolutely. So recently, uh, a bill has been proposed and actually voted on and approved in the uh, House of Representatives. It was actually co-sponsored by uh, Wisconsin Representative Ron Kind. But lawmakers are taking note of the struggles that Americans are facing right now when it comes to their retirement savings. So this bill is pretty comprehensive, but as it applies to our discussion today with required minimum distributions, it is looking at potentially raising the RMD age from 70 and a half to 72. So that could have a dramatic impact on the income that Brad was talking about and the tax brackets that people fall into. But uh, the bill is called the SECURE Act and um, the Senate actually does have a, a bill that's very similar. So the Senate will be looking to vote and discuss that. If the two can come to a resolution, then potentially in the future, we might actually have some changes to the overall RMD situation. Yeah, and that makes a, a big, big difference because, you know, you want to stay on top of those changes and make sure you're aware of how they're going to affect your plan. And one thing a little bit off topic, but I think is important, we, we've been talking about it quite a bit, with the volatility, we saw some pretty extreme periods of volatility, in particular at the end of last year. A little bit going on now, right? We got this whole U.S.-China deal, and, and that's caused, uh, in the last weeks, it's caused some volatility, right? So important to keep our eyes on that. Certainly not a time to panic, but you want to be aware of it. So we have a great new tool we're making available to people to really help them keep their finger on the pulse of, of risk in their portfolio, if you will. And that's an app called Asset Lock. And we're making it available as a free download so folks can download that right uh, through your app store. If you want to find more information, you can visit wealthwisconsin.com forward slash asset lock. But essentially, it allows you to aggregate your accounts all into one spot. So you can see them right on one screen, 
All the security is done through Morningstar, so it's a nice, secure platform. And you can set your downside pain point, if you will. Maybe you're pretty conservative and that's 10%. Maybe you're really comfortable with the risk of the market and you want, you know, big returns, so you're willing to accept bigger losses. You set it at 30 or 40%. So it sends you a notification when you're at that point. Again, doesn't mean anything's on fire, but it's a great time to be aware. Talk about is there something systematically wrong or is it just an emotional reaction in the market? Again, that's Asset Lock, and you'll need a code 3AX. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon. You're listening to WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and you're listening to the Retirement Ready Show. You can always visit us and find more information at wealthwisconsin.com. Got Tom Newman and Brad Allen here, and we're really talking about this animal called required minimum distributions, or sometimes referred to as RMDs, and, and really how to deal with that, right? That can potentially add a lot of taxable income once you turn 70 and a half. So we're walking you through some of the rules and, and things to avoid. And, and Tom, there's certain rules that are subject to, to RM, or excuse me, certain accounts that are subject to RMD rules. W- walk us through those. Yeah, as we discussed earlier, um, RMDs are specific to tax deferred retirement accounts. So basically, we're going to be looking at all of our employer sponsored uh, plans. So we're talking about 401k plans, Roth 401k plans, 403b plans and 457s, depending on where you actually work. Um, RMD rules also apply to IRAs, individual retirement accounts, uh, SEP IRAs, and simple IRAs. Uh, Roth IRAs are the only exception that do not require you to withdraw your money until after the owner of that Roth IRA passes away. So those are the, the main accounts where you're going to find your RMDs needed to be taken out. Yeah, and I think knowing which accounts you know they, they pertain to are, are, is really important, and because that helps you keep track and really be aware of what you need to calculate. So, Brad, maybe walk us through how are those RMDs calculated? How in the heck do you figure out how much you have to take out? Sure. Yeah, I mean RMDs are different every single year. Uh, they're figured out by dividing the balance of your account by your life expectancy, which is calculated by the the IRS. The IRS has created worksheets you can reference online. Not every situation is going to use the same calculation table. Uh, your marital status and age play a big role. So let's say you're married and your spouse is 10 years younger than you, uh, and they, they're your only beneficiary, the calculation is going to be different than a married couple who's the same age. When it comes to how your age factors into the calculation, the IRS uses the age you are at the end of the calendar year. Um, RMDs from, from different types of retirement accounts will, will have to be calculated separately. For example, if you have uh, a traditional IRA and a 403B account, RMD amounts will be taken from each of those accounts. On the other hand, if you have multiple of the same type of account, like traditional IRAs, you can combine your RMDs and withdraw the amount just from one account. You can aggregate those accounts. So you can take whatever you need to take out per year out of one of the accounts, as long as it's enough to satisfy all of the accounts as a whole. If you've inherited an IRA account, figuring out the RMD calculation is going to be more complex. Uh, It's important to understand the specific rules to avoid penalties 
RMDs. While Roth IRAs are not subject to RMDs, someone who inherits a Roth IRA will be required to take RMDs by December 31st of the same year the owner dies. Um, so RMDs are considered income, and you know anything you're taking out is from a tax-deferred account, so it counts as income for the year for you, meaning you will pay taxes on that money. So another way to avoid RMD taxes while you're while you're taking that money out is converting the money to a qualified charitable distribution, a QCD. And that's just a way to say, you know, if you're giving money to charity throughout the year, instead of taking that money from savings and giving it to them, which is money you've already paid taxes on, you can take it from your IRA and send it directly to the charity that you want to send it to. It'll count as an RMD for the year, but it will not count as income for you. So you can keep your income down uh, and utilize those RMDs if, if you are giving to charity. So there's a, a lot of different things to think about, and that's why, you know, one of our classes is just focused on RMDs. Yeah, I think I think having classes, you know, really learning about that becomes important. We have some classes, Brad, coming up on June nineteenth and twentieth. We're going to be out in the Waukesha area, Carroll University, and this is going to be a little bit more in depth dive. Sometimes you do some shorter, more topic specific, you know, classes like we did in May. We talked specifically about Social Security, but this one is going to include, you know, topics like Social Security, how to maximize that income, you know, RMDs, how, how to manage this this animal because it's great to have that savings, but in particular, if that's the main source of your saving, that's all taxable income. You know, if you take it out too rapidly, that can push you into a pretty high tax bracket. And there are, we want to talk about some tax strategies that are going to be really comprehensive. Qualified charitable distributions are one in particular as it comes to this new tax code. If you're taking that standard deduction, you may not be able to, to write off those charitable contributions. So this can be a great way to still get that benefit. So really important to implement some tax strategies. Like most things, when it comes to your retirement, the earlier you get this plan going, the earlier you can start some of these tax strategies, the better it's going to be. So we'd love to have you out and join us. We do need folks to register ahead of time. You can do so at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. And again, that's on June 19th and 20th at Carroll University. Or you can always call the office at 414 409 That's 414 409 7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Preparing you for the ultimate vacation. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, certified financial planner with Drake and Associates. Love for you to visit us and find more information at wealthwisconsin.com and Got the band together here. We got Brad Allen and Tom Newman and talking about a great topic, uh, RMDs, and kind of how to manage it. It's going to be somewhat of an animal. But before we jump back in, I just want to take a moment to thank everybody. I know we're kind of hopefully finally in the summer here. No more cold days. But, um, you know, I, I think people are certainly busy on Saturdays and, and taking an hour out. Uh, we certainly appreciate that. And and we know you have a lot of listening opportunities, and I appreciate you spending some time with us. If you don't have time to listen to the whole hour, remember you can go to your podcast app. You can hit that subscribe button or download the uh, episodes that you find of interest. You can find that by searching Retirement Ready Show or Tony Drake right at your podcast app. And always encourage questions. Um, folks can write those in at radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio 
at wealthwisconsin.com. And we got one here, Brad, about a week ago that, that I saved for this topic. It, it kind of pertains well, I think. And, and someone wrote in and said, you know, I kind of, the synopsis, it was a long email, but the synopsis was I've been saving for retirement my entire life, really put everything into these kind of pre-tax retirement accounts. Now it's great, but I'm hitting 70 and a half. This particular listener had a nice pension, nice Social Security, so they didn't need other income. It says, hey, now I'm turning 70 and a half. I don't want the, uh, I don't need the money out of it. I certainly don't want the taxable income. What do I do, Brad? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple things you can think about. I mean, we talked about the qualified charitable distribution. So again, if if you're giving money to a charity or a church throughout the year, you're already giving that money uh, to those organizations. It's coming from a savings account. Why not have that be a tax strategy? So you can have your custodian, whoever's holding your IRA, send a check directly to the charity. Make sure it doesn't come to you first because then it won't count. It has to go directly to the charity from the custodian, and that will count as an RMB. MD, but it won't count as income for the year for you. Um, the other thing you can think about are Roth conversions. We've talked about them in the past on the show. Um, even if you're already taking RMDs, and again, you want to sit down with a financial professional, somebody that can walk you through and make sure that this makes sense, but it may make sense to still do conversions. You can take money out of your IRAs and convert it over to your Roth on a yearly basis, and it's something that we call bracket bumping. So whatever tax bracket you're in, just start filling up that tax bracket to the top, pay the taxes today, hopefully at a lower rate than what you're gonna be in later down the road, and get it into a Roth or a tax-free account that you never have to take an RMD out again. The, the idea is taxes right now are in a more favorable position. They're a little bit lower with this new New tax code than what they may be in the future. They're, it's scheduled right now to go back up in 2025. So a lot of people already know that they're going to be in a higher tax bracket later on in retirement than what they are today just by by the taxes going up a little bit. So if you could pay 22% today versus 25% tomorrow, that might be something to think about. So, uh, you know, just stuff to think about. And, and, and again, I mean, if, you, if you're not of the age where you have to take RMDs, the other thing to think about too is holding off on Social Security. I know, Tony, we've talked about this in the past, but Social Security goes up every year you don't take it. 6% 6 from 62 to 66, 66 to 70, it goes up 8% per year. So maybe draw from... Uh, an IRA earlier on in retirement while you're in a lower tax bracket, let Social Security go up and then at 70 go back to it and fully maximize that. So there's a lot to it. There's a lot of uh, uh, questions to be answered. You want to sit down with somebody that can walk you through that. A lot to it, Brandon. You just gave us a lot of meat to sink our teeth into. And I know sometimes when you're driving, you know, running around on Saturdays, that might be a lot to comprehend as you're just listening. But the point is phenomenal tax strategies in particular if we can catch you early in retirement, there are some great things that we can do that can end up substantially increasing the longevity of your portfolio. Or the other, you know, kind of, I guess, interpretation of that is, I mean, more money's available, right, to do more things, right? So really important, and I think that's one of the biggest missing things from most people's retirement plans is tax strategies. Really important that you look at that. We have a great class coming up. We're going to have a group on June 19th, a separate group on June 20th in the evening. So if you're still working, you'll have plenty of time to get over there after work. And we're going to really take an in-depth dive 
talk about getting the most out of Social Security. We're going to talk about, you know, how to manage these requirement minimum distributions and how to implement some really powerful tax strategies. We'll also talk about investing and how to set up your portfolios properly, but really nice in-depth dive in particular on Social Security, RMDs, and really how to control your tax brackets and implement tax strategies. Need you to register ahead of time. Those will fill up. I apologize, but they, they do every time. So we really need you to register. You can do so at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. Or you can call the office at 414-409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Answering all of your retirement questions on Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. Love for you to visit us and find more information at WealthWisconsin.com. We got the crew here, Tom Newman, Brad Allen. We're talking about a great topic, required minimum distributions, right? Uncle Sam comes knocking at 70 and a half, says time to sink my teeth in. So they force us to start taking money out of these uh, retirement accounts, right? And that's taxable income. So it's taxed at your bracket. So it's really important that you plan ahead of time. And, you know, we've talked through a, a couple ideas and things to work on. But, you know, I think there's some some mistakes that can be avoided, Tom. So what what can you do to avoid those when it comes to the RMD rules? Yeah, those simple mistakes can be very costly, especially in your retirement age. Um, Knowing your half birthday is actually really important, as weird as that sounds. Um, If you aren't aware of the exact date you turned 70 and a half and you forget to take your first required minimum distribution, you'll pay a 50% penalty. And I want to be clear on that. That is not a 50% on your entire account or anything in terms of the amount that you're taking out for your required minimum distribution, then it's only 50% on that amount, but it is costly. You need to take your RMDs by December 31st each year. Now the IRS does give you some leeway on your first required minimum distribution. That first withdrawal has to come out by April 1st of the year, that you turn 70 and a half. So for example, if you turn 70 and a half on June 30th of this year, 2019, then you would reach 70 and a half by December 30th of 2019. So your first required minimum distribution could be taken out as late as April 1st of 2020, but it would be considered your RMD for 2019. So if you wait to take your first RMD until next year, then you could end up withdrawing money from your account twice, potentially impacting your tax bracket. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And that, you know, I think that's a question we get a lot. And people, you know, I I don't want to say misinterpret or make a mistake there, but, you know, there's this thought that, oh, I can delay it one more year. Well, you sure can, right? But for most folks, We don't normally, you can only do that on the first year too, right? It's kind of a gotcha, right? You you go to the accountant, you turn in all your paperwork, CPA account says, great, got everything done, but where's your RMD for last year? And you say, RM what? You know, so it's kind of a little grace period for that first year in case you forget to do it. Um, But remember, again, to Tom's point, you take that out April 1st of next year, 
You have to take the second one by December 31st of next year. Now we have two taxable distributions in the same year could potentially push you into a higher income tax bracket. So there, there's always exceptions, right? Every rule we talk about, there's going to be exceptions. But, you know, I think it's important to uh, to plan for that accordingly. And another mistake we see is calculating the wrong amount. So figuring out your balance is usually pretty simple. You use the balance on your December, your fourth quarter statement. So you want to know the balance on December 31st of the previous year. The next step is to look up your life expectancy on the IRS Uniform Lifetime Table. Then you divide the balance by the number on that table. If you make a mistake and the number is off, again, you could run into that, that penalty. Married couples often make the mistake of taking RMDs from one account if they're filing a joint tax return. But remember, RMDs are individuals, so you have to take RMDs from your own account. A costly mistake is simply forgetting to take them as well, right? If you don't take it out, as Tom mentioned, the penalty is up to 50% of the RMD amount. Now, this can be fixed by filling out a tax form submitted to the IRS, either with your, your own taxes or on its own. So you want to attach a letter explaining what happened, why you made the mistake. Generally speaking, the IRS is going to waive that penalty. But really, the best advice I can give to avoid mistakes is to work with a financial advisor. If you have a significant amount of money saved for retirement, an advisor can help you weigh the pros and cons of when to take RMDs, alternative uses, qualified charitable contributions, funding your grandchildren's education, tax strategies ahead of time before you're 70 and a half can make a, it's not, not, not that tax strategies after that aren't effective but they're just less effective, right? If I can catch you in your early 60s, we can have a phenomenal impact on your tax situation for decades to come in most cases. So also we have a great tool available, guys. So, you know, more volatile time period, right? We've got different issues and just seem to be in a different environment. People tweet or somebody says something and markets react. So great to keep your eye on that risk. And we have an app that's available. We're making uh, available as a free download that's called Asset Lock. You'll need a code to download that for free. That's 3AX. Again, the app is called Asset Lock. The code is 3AX. Allows you to link your account, set that downside threshold. You'll get alerted when it hits that. Doesn't mean panic, sell the cash, but it's a great time for a conversation. Is this an emotional reaction or is there something systematically wrong with the economy? Again, that's Asset Lock, and you'll need that code 3AX. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Walking you through your retirement plan. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. Love for you to visit us. Find more information at wealthwisconsin.com. And gang's all here. Bands. I don't know. we got to figure <laughs> Three amigos. I don't know. We'll come up with some name. But got Brad Allen and Tom Newman here. And I think we're talking about an important topic, uh, required minimum distribution, 70 and a half. Uncle Sam comes knocking, says time to start taking some money out, right? They want to, they've allowed you to tax defer it essentially for 70 and a half years. They want to sink their teeth into it. So been talking about some of the rules, things to avoid. I think an important uh, tool to a lot of people don't realize, guys, is what's called aggregation. So let's assume that you have five traditional IRAs, and maybe one of them you just never liked. Maybe the fees are high, don't like the returns, it was your you know, your brother-in-law's ex-husband, you know, whatever, I don't know, somewhat distant relative, you felt obligated to buy it. I'm being a little silly here, but you just never liked it. You can calculate the RMD for all five accounts 
and just take it out of that one. So you drain the one you don't like and let the other set and grow. But that only pertains to IRAs. If you have a 401k, an ERISA-sponsored plan, you know, something through your employer, that RMD has to be taken out of that account. So there's a couple little gotchas. Again, that's why it's important to work with an advisor, someone who's experienced with this, that can help you walk through that. Also, if you happen to be working past 70 and you have a 401k at the current employer, that one you don't have to start taking the RMD until you actually retire, quit, or somehow separated from service. Only at your current employer's 401k. So nice little exception there as well. And, you know, Brad, earlier we were talking about, you know, this bill that they're, uh, you know, maybe working on called the, the Secure Act. And it's working its way through the committee and essentially would raise the RMD from 70 and a half to, to 72. Why is that so important? Well, I think it can definitely help. I mean, we're seeing a lot of people are working longer and longer, you know, and, and a lot of people, quality of life is getting better. They don't want to retire as early, and therefore they're not taking Social Security right away. They're waiting till 70. They're working into their 70s. So I think it helps in that manner. But also, you know, when you're thinking about tax strategies, we mentioned earlier in the in the program that Roth conversions can have a huge impact on your portfolio as a whole. If you can get a good amount of your money into a tax-free account by the time you have to start taking required minimum distributions, it can add a lot of money to your portfolio in the long run by paying taxes on your terms versus the government telling you what to do later. Um, so by them switching the RMD age from 70 and a half to 72, that extends the amount of time that you can you can do some of those tax strategies, the Roth conversions. So what I have a, a lot of folks in the office thinking about doing is holding off on taking Social Security, number one. Every year it goes up. Every year that you don't take it, it goes up, up until 70. Uh, you can get some great growth on that on that Social Security. Now that people are living longer, their, their, their life expectancy is longer, it might make sense to wait on that. And they're drawing from their, their uh, tax-deferred assets early on in retirement. So let's say you retire at 62, you go into the lowest tax bracket you're ever going to be in again, right? You're, you're not have, you don't have any income coming in because you just retired. You're waiting to take Social Security. That's a great time to draw from a tax-deferred account and pay every dollar you take out at a lower tax rate than what you'll be in later on when RMDs start. But also, you can start doing those conversions. You can start taking money out of an IRA while you're in the lowest tax bracket you're ever going to be in again and convert it over to a Roth. And if you do that little by little each year, it could have a huge impact on your portfolio. Great point. And I think to your point, Brad, these pieces really tie together, right? It's not just about the Roth growing tax-free. It's not just about what's you know tax month. So it's how all these pieces tie together because our tax system, fairly intricate, right? And a lot of these pieces add income to cause taxability in other areas. So you really want to connect the dots. That's what we're going to do. We have a little bit more in-depth class coming up this month. Some of our classes, at least as of recent, have been a little bit more topic-specific. Here we're going to do uh, after work for folks that are uh, still working, maybe nearing retirement. We're going to kind of, you know, really dive in for those folks and take a little bit more in-depth dive on how to maximize Social Security, how to deal with the taxability of requirement of distributions, how to calculate them, how to really create a good portfolio, how to look at the longevity of your portfolio, and probably really important, how to implement some good tax strategies. Right, we need you to register ahead of time. Again, that's June 19th and 20th out at Carroll University in Waukesha. You can register right at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. Or you can call the office during the week at 414-409-7226. 
Again, no fill up. Really need you to register. You can do so at 414-409-7226 or the website wealthwisconsin.com. Next week, you think about retirement hobbies. A lot of surveys show golf at the top of the list. And as you hit the links this summer, we're going to consider what you might learn about retirement during your next round of golf. I'll break down some of the biggest retirement plan lessons that we can learn from that round. So it's going to be a great one. It's going to be a great one. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake & Associates and not WTMJ, Good Karma Brands, and GKB Milwaukee.